This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Wednesday, I surprised the Danettes. I said to Tyler, hey, why don't we make some sliders today? Traeger Grills fired up this morning. Got a new sponsor. We got uh, buns from Kings Hawaiian. Oh, they're so good. Yes. And I said, how about we just uh, do some sliders? And then Tyler goes, well, Fritzy's not here today. And I go, exactly. Let's do it. Fritzy's out today. He's observing the uh, religious holiday, uh, Yom Kippur. So uh, we are, uh, we're there with you, Fritzy. Fritzy says, I'm not allowed to have any fun whatsoever today. And uh, we'll try to do the same. We'll try not to have any fun whatsoever without you being here. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. We uh, spent a lot of time in the first hour talking about Aaron Judge, number 62. Do you sell the ball now? Would you wait? I think the person who caught the ball gave it back to Aaron Judge, although I don't have official confirmation. Sources close to me tell me that they thought he was going to give the ball back, but I would barter a little bit here. I'd ask for something, you know. It's your baseball, you hit the home run, but I'm a fan. I paid a lot to sit out there. I caught the ball. And how about the bat you hit number 62 with? And then you hold on for dear life that Judge, who's going to play today, wants to win the Triple Crown, doesn't hit another home run. So maybe you could sell it in the next couple of hours there. I guess the price tag somebody put out there was $2 million. Michael Kay, who was on the call last night, uh, 
He will join us coming up in a little bit. What impact does this season have on Aaron Judge's future? Does he stay a Yankee? Uh, would he play for the San Francisco Giants? Rumored to be one of the suitors for Aaron Judge in the offseason. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. So the baseball playoffs are set. The Mets, who had a big lead this summer over the Braves, now they have to play that first round as opposed to getting that first round by. And uh, so Dodgers and Braves get the uh, first round buys. Are we past the Astros? Are we past being angry at the Astros? Because it felt like there was the pandemic and nobody could go out there and yell at the Astros as cheaters. And then you had last year. And, you know, everybody was banging cans and drums and making their jokes. And here they are again. Yes, Marv. I think if they get further and further into the playoffs and dream scenario, if they play the Dodgers, all that will come back up in full effect (laughs) for sure. Do you think it's just because Altuve is there? Because it feels like he's the poster child for the Astros and that scandal. Even though you had a manager and a GM who lost their jobs, you had other players who have since gone on to other teams. He's not the only guy remaining who was probably involved in this. Pitchers look the other way, too. Now, Justin Verlander's still there. Garrett Cole's now with the Yankees. Alex Bregman. Correa's in Minnesota. Yeah, Paulie. That's the thing. It just feels like it's Altuve's the face. He's such a recognizable player, his size, his mm. abilities, and he, he just got tagged being the face of this whole thing. They're a good team. People forget the GM's name and, and the, the manager's name who got the boot. Yeah. But Altuve's still playing for the same team. Yeah. I think, you know, we talked about this afterwards when it, it all came down. We said the best thing for Altuve would be to be traded to another team and restart his career elsewhere. I think he's still going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't, I don't know if it's held against him or how much it's held against him, but it feels like Altuve's he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. See, how can it not be held against him though? Well, I don't know how much. That like it's it's. Did he wear a wire? What did he know? You look at the splits at home and on the road, and I mean, you know, there's just a lot that goes into it. And you know, some of your 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 hardcore baseball reporters will say, you know, Altuve wasn't the leader of this. I'm like, okay, but was he involved in this? Did, it, he, did he get help? Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, is it about being the leader or about yeah. being a like beneficiary or like benefactor of it? Probably it's his team, but I don't know if it's fair to say, well, it's your team. You should have known better. You should have said something. But I'm just curious about the Astros. Here they are again, and they're just there. Now, they are a good team, you know, a great team. Yeah, more. So if they win the World Series, like, is this – would it be officially <laughs> over, or would people still say – They're still oh, going to say it. There had to be something there. They're still going to say it. Oh, how are they cheating now is probably what the refrain's going to be. Yeah, Paul. The year they won the World Series, they scored 900 runs. <laughs> Not too many teams scored 900 runs in baseball history. In 2017, the year they're accused of cheating and won the World Series, they scored 900 runs. The Premier League is on NBC streaming on Peacock. Harry Kane leads Tottenham. And uh, the Brighton is off to a good start. Love those guys. Yeah. Having been to Brighton for an afternoon... Feels like I'm sort of a Brighton fan. 
Uh, Premier League morning, Saturday, 12.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC and Peacock. How could it be morning? I was just going to say the same thing, Paulie. Brunch? Premier League brunch? I got a question, uh, NBC and Peacock, for sending me some information. Well, you got to get in early. The games start at 10. And then that game is at 1230. So you've already had breakfast with them through the early games. Oh, okay. And then you're staying for the lunchtime game. I'm not going to question Rebecca Lowe. Never. Premier League morning Saturday at 1230 p.m. Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Poll question for hour two. By the way, new T-shirts. We got some new candles. uh, Got great candles there available at uh, danpatrick.com. A lot of great gifts there. A lot of great things we're proud of, and some uh, T-shirts based off of uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Tim. Uh We're putting up a new one uh, for this hour, Dan. If you okay. were Aaron Judge, right. you would stay in New York, right. go to the Giants, go to the team that offered you the most money. I don't know how he feels about going back home. I don't know if he's one of those, I'm a Yankee and this is my home and I'm going to go start to finish here. That's what the greats do as Yankees. I don't know how important money is to him. Um, Well, it's important because he didn't take the Yankees offer this year. Um, Do you want to be one of the faces of a franchise or do you want to be the face of a franchise? Because if he goes to San Francisco... He'd be the face of that franchise. With the Yankees, you're going to be one of the faces. Yes, Mark. But I think he's the face of the Yankees currently, yeah, right now. It's true. almost like Jeter in the 90s where you had a bunch of stars, yeah. a bunch of good players, but he was the guy. He's going to be the guy on the coming up on Sunday Night Baseball. It's going to be his face and not Scott Brocious. Well, Scott Brocious isn't there anymore. Or DJ LeMahieu. <laughs> LeMahieu. <laughs> Glaber Torres. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Paul. I know it's not compatible exactly, but uh, if you go back to 2013, Robinson Cano was a five. Don't you know? He was five straight All Star appearances for the New York Yankees. One of the faces of the team. He was top five for MVP. Mm. And then he took the money and went to Seattle. And I never watched him play baseball again. And yeah. I think most of America. Uh, people who watch. We only Seattle. heard when he cheated again. Yeah, and he was a, good, a decent player in Seattle, but yeah. it just. The relevancy you have nationwide being a Yankee in the face of the Yankees is irreplaceable. I had a slow uh, afternoon yesterday, and I watched uh, Mike Tomlin with his press conference. And Mike Tomlin has a, um, an ability to be able to be the same person every single press conference. Not emotional. You know, he just more of this is who he is. This is how he delivers. You know, and the Steelers, we're not quite sure how good this team is going to be. And... Do you go to Kenny Pickett? How long do you go to Kenny Pickett? Do you go to him, and now it's his job the rest of the season? So I did wonder how Mike Tomlin was going to talk about the quarterbacking change. And somehow he made the demotion of Mitchell Trubisky sound almost like a promotion. How did Mitch handle the news about the change this week? Man, um, the way that you would expect, man, there's disappointment. He's a competitor. Um, He's a professional. Um, he's a hard and diligent worker. Um, he wants to be a positive contributor to, the eff- to our efforts and the reason why we're successful and, you know, to change that to afford him an opportunity to do those things. And so, um, you know, it's something to absorb. We respect it. All right. 
if you're Mitchell Trubisky, you're like, all right, said some nice things about me. I appreciate that. And I look at the Steelers, and I thought they could still be a good team this year. Now, they lost T.J. Watt. Yes. Um, Sorry. But they got, you know, Deontay Johnson, and they got Chase Claypool, Najee Harris, George Pickens, uh, Pat Fryermuth. They got some talented, they have young, talented players. And now you got Kenny Pickett in there. And he's going to need a little time, a lot of time, to kind of figure all of this out if he does this year or maybe it's next year. But it feels like they have a core there. Now, I don't know if Najee Harris is a great running back or even a good running back. Pickens has shown signs of being an OBJ type. Chase Claypool, he looks the part. Uh, Deontay Johnson looks the part. That's the problem sometimes. You got guys, when they get off the bus, you go, uh-oh, we're in trouble. And then you go out there and you watch them play, and you go, these guys aren't any good. Yeah, Mark. Uh, Claypool is one of those scary guys. In every sport, there's one of those, if he ever puts it all together, <laughs> guy, he is the top of that list to me because he has. there's nothing he can't do. I know. Except be consistent. If they gave a most frustrating player, I would Chase Claypool is up there where you go, God, why is he not great? He'd be one of those guys that you look at that you just go, like Ayuk from the Niners. I think he's a star. At least I keep waiting for him to be a star. Yes, yes, Paulie. They always had the story of football players who say, there's a guy you want walking off the bus. Yeah. Chase Claypool in high school, you'd have him first off the bus and go, that guy's a wide receiver? Yes. We're in trouble. Yes, yeah. Yes, Paulie. I was agreeing with everything Paul oh, just said. Oh, you were? Okay. Nice. He's okay. All, first guy off the bus. He's yeah. almost like, uh, who was my man that played for the Giants? Not right. Big. Brandon Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs. Yes. Thank you. Brandon, you know who I was talking about. Damn. That first guy I went off the bus. When like, we, he's the running back? When we saw him in person at the Super Bowl, that's where you go, and he's a running back. Although, he got to the point where he didn't run like his size would indicate he'd be running. He, he was Derrick Henry before Derrick Henry. He just didn't run like Derrick Henry. He avoided contact. Yeah, Paul. Who was that Who? very good wide receiver? Was it David Boston from Ohio State? Yeah, but he was artificially inflated. True. I, I, we saw him at an NFL event once, and someone goes, hey, have you met David? I'm like, who? I go, David Boston. I go, the wide receiver? He was like 6'4", about 240, yeah. and swole up. Yes, he was. Yes, he was every, swole. Every sense. Yes, he was. He was swoled. Yes. Hey, Mr. Boston. Uh, yes, Marv, you, you're going to say something? Or are you going to agree with everything that Paulie just said? Again, front, okay. hey, front row. Come on. Come on, front row. How we roll. They, there's only half of them back there today. Well, Seton, you're not feeling alone, are you, with uh, Fritzy not here today? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think you were. Stunning no offense. Stunning no. calm. We hear from Fritzy more when he's not here than when he is here. The, so I woke up this morning, and uh, I usually check my phone and go over like email and stuff while I'm brushing my teeth. And I knew that we were in trouble when there was a 2.30 a.m. guest idea with thoughts, question mark? Like, you're going to have to wait a solid three hours for a reply on this one, bud. Yeah. I was, yeah, I know. Oh, boy. I know. I know. I got he wasn't it. even sure if he should have shown up. Yeah, yeah. Just in case you missed him. By the way, 15 years ago today, we started this award-nominated program. Yay! Yay. We did it. 
This is by far, of all of you guys, the longest relationship of my entire life, working with you guys. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, 15 years, that's a long time. And, well, it goes back more than that if you count ESPN, but, yeah, 15 years. We are, if you're watching on uh, Peacock, we're showing you some of the, the setup that we had when we were in my attic. And there were wires. There, like, there were things that I don't even know if they were plugged in. There were times when Seton would go down underneath <laughs> the console and wouldn't come back up for, it felt like, 10 minutes. And then I'd go to Paulie, is everything okay? Yeah, 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 everything is okay. Don't worry about it. I'm thinking, I don't think so. I, you know, we, we somehow slapped it together, two bedrooms in my attic, and then we put a big glass wall in front uh, in between those two and somehow pulled this off for three years in my attic. Then we went to our first man cave and now we've been here for the last couple of years. All right, let me take a break. We'll get to phone calls coming up and uh, Michael Kay, the Yankee announcer, will join us as well. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. I got some help for you. You run a business. Now, you know, I'm running a business. There's 12 of us here. But let's say you're running a big business. you got to manage remote workforces, keep up with changing regulations, HR compliance, you want to hire, retain top talent, you got payroll, the list goes on and on and on. And all you want to do is run your business smoothly. Fortunately, there's Insperity. They have 30-plus years of HR experience, and they put that to work for you. They develop a people strategy that supports your business strategy, focusing on the health of your organization. And if your HR strategy included access to better benefits to help you keep the employees you have and attract new ones, who wouldn't sign up for that? What if it also offered training for your employees, increasing their skills so they become more productive? Sign up for that as well. They're there to help you face the challenges of running your business. Insperity is ready to help you move past those obstacles, providing the HR solutions you need. With Insperity, nothing seems impossible. Insperity, HR, that makes a difference. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it all. Also, breaking ground on NIL. They've got some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Caitlin Clark in there, Angel Reese, and a lot of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round draft picks. And if you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. And the best trading card brands, Prism, Select, Don Russ, and so many more. And for those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards, celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Judge hitting 310 after the one hit in game one. High fly ball, deep left. There it goes, soaring into history. He's done it. He has done it. 62. Aaron Judge is the American League single season home run leader. The AL King. Case closed. That's Michael Kay with the call, the Yankees play-by-play announcer for the Yes Network. We'll talk to him in a moment. Stunning design, unmatched intelligence, and a compact, ready-for-anything build, sometimes exceptional is the rule. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz GLA, member of the unrivaled SUV family. Learn more at MBUSA.com as we bring in the aforementioned Michael Kay. Is that the first time you've heard the call since you made the call, Michael? No, I, I heard it last night because we played it a couple of times coming back from break uh, in the later innings. Uh, when you know that there's history that can be made, 
How do you treat each at bat as the announcer every time Judge comes to the play? You know, it, it became a little trying for everybody, and I'm sure for the viewers as well, Dan, because, you know, you're doing television and you know that this is going to be a standalone at bat if he hits the home run. So you've got to, like, layer all the important parts of what's coming up. And, you know, we were also welcoming in a national audience that was joining us on ESPN and on MLB Network. So there was a lot of uh, that bookkeeping to do. So after a while, it, it got really, really old. What kind of criticism was attached to this home run chase? In terms of my calls or the home run chase? I think everything that's involved in it. I think there are people that probably have wanted to free their conscience that, hey, I fell in love with Bonds and McGuire and Sosa, and now I can move that to the side, and we got a clean home run champ. Or, uh, you know, you're breaking into programming. Nobody cares about Aaron Judge or the Yankees. So I, not that yeah. you can control any of that. Well, it's interesting, Dan. We live in a world, I think, where negativity really has a louder megaphone than anything positive. So, you know, a lot of people were saying, uh, and, and it was spurred on by Roger Maris Jr., who is a real gentleman, that this is the real record. It, it's, it's not the real record. Even Aaron Judge says it's not the real record. The real record is Barry Bonds. But the beauty of sports and the beauty of those numbers is that you can actually make the decision for yourself. If you think that it's Judge's 62 that reigns supreme, then that's what you should believe. But to say that it is the official record, I mean, there's a record book that has Barry Bonds at the top of it. So that was certainly uh, something that we heard a lot of. And then, you know, especially during the Saturday broadcast, Dan, when we kept breaking <laughs> college football, Sean McDonough, uh, a friend of mine, made a snarky comment as well. One time we cut into NFL Live in the first game yesterday, and they cut in for Kyle Higashioka's at bat. So, you know, not <laughs> – I guess everybody that wanted to see it was probably watching Yes or the MLB Network, and those that didn't want to see it didn't want to see it, so they didn't want to be bothered with it. How big a record is this, though? I think it's a big record because it's the American League record, so you don't have to, like, fudge it and, you know, say the clean record or since they've been testing or anything like that. You know, number 61 almost has a romantic feel to it in sports, not just in baseball. A movie by Billy Crystal, 61, and that number has stood the test of time. So when you break that number after 61 years, I think it does mean something. I really do. Does Roger Maris go away now? You know what? It's funny. I asked a couple of people that. Does that diminish what he did? Uh, I don't think so because it was so dramatic when he did it, and it was a chase between he and Mickey Mantle, so it captured the imagination of New York and certainly the country as well. And they were beating Babe Ruth's record. And that's probably one of the all-time great names in all sports. So I don't think he goes away, but I do think it takes a little bit of the shine away from the fact that, you know, he was the American League home run leader. And those that believe that the guys in the National League did it with PEDs or whatever, they could always go back to Maris. Well, now you can't go back to Maris. You really have to go back to Judd. So I think it takes away a little bit. And listening to your call, now this wasn't a no-doubter with Judge. And, no. you, and you let it breathe a little bit because you don't want to have warning track power and you've made this call that you think it's going to be this majestic, this is 62, this is the home run. So what was the strategy there? As, as that ball is in the air, it almost felt like you took a breath and, and, and waited to actually see what was going to happen. Well, I'm glad that I was on TV and not – doing the, the, the game on radio like John, because when you say deep to left, you can take a pause and let the picture tell the story. And then once I saw that it was gone, uh, then I said soaring into history. But uh, yeah, that was not 
that was not the, the the home run that you really wanted on that call because you know if it was one if it was like what John Carlos Stanton hit the other day 457 feet I mean you could serve a meal on that and still make the call but this one <laughs> this one was a, a, a little tricky and I'm just glad I didn't stumble on it but I did give it time to breathe because you want to make sure that it's gone well remember when McGuire broke the record it was a bullet. Yes. It was just a bullet. You couldn't even get, you know, it's high. It's It might be. It could. No, it was like, it's gone. It's over. Then what do you do? And that, you know what, Dan, that, that was almost like the, um, the 61st in Toronto. That was kind of a bullet, too. And, and sometimes that's good because you can't get into all of these, you know, grandiose nonsense that <laughs> you, know, you think that people want to hear. It's just, boom, it's a home run call. But uh, this was like a little bit between 70, uh, between 60 and 61, somewhere in the middle of those two calls. He's Michael Kay, the Yankees play-by-play announcer for uh, Yes Network. What impact will this season have on Aaron Judge's future as a Yankee? Well, I know it's going to have an impact on his checkbook, for sure. So he turned down $213 million, And I would assume, Dan, that he probably made himself over $100 million more. So that's significant. Now, how does that impact uh, signing with the Yankees? I'd say he's still the odds-on favorite to go back to the Yankees, but I think it opens up a lot of other bidders. I mean, the San Francisco Giants, from what I've heard, would really make a run at him, and that's his hometown team. Uh, you have to wonder, would Steve Cohen and the New York Mets be interested? When when the Yankees were in Boston, I heard whispers that, you know, the Red Sox are getting nervous that their fans think that they're trying to become a small market team. After trading Mookie Betts, maybe they would make a run as well, kind of the reverse uh, – Curse of a Bambino, but I think there will be bidders out there. And I, I he's played it so beautifully, Dan, and close to the best. So I don't know if he's going to take a little less to stay with the Yankees. But I will I will tell you this. If it gets silly, you know, everybody has said, well, the Yankees have to sign him no matter what. Well, that's not how the Yankees do business. It's not a no matter what situation. If it gets to be a line that's crossed that they go, well, we don't want to give him 11 years, they'll, they'll walk away. And I think that if they undercut him, he'll walk away. So I, I think it's it's going to be a very fascinating uh, conversation between the two sides come uh, come November. What, what would his legacy be if he left the Yankees after this season? You know, I, I hear that on the radio show so much. It's like it's callers call in, and it's almost like they're afraid to fall in love. You know, you know, it's like a summer romance where Olivia Newton-John's going to go back to Europe, and then you're stuck in Greaseville. So it, it might have been a great summer, but do you really appreciate it as much unless you stay with that person forever? Uh, I think I think fans are torn. They really are. I think it would still be a magnificent season, but if he doesn't come back as a Yankee, I think in Yankee war, it will probably be tamped down just a bit because he's no longer – fans will think he's no longer one of us. I always wonder, and, and we've seen players who don't fit into New York – their personality doesn't fit. Um, Judge, I don't know him, but he seems to be, you know, pretty even keel about most. You know, he showed frustration throwing his helmet the other night, which I was surprised at. But for the most part, he seems to have a temperament that can deal with all of this. How important has that been for this season and really the maturation process of him? Well, I think if you went to a laboratory and created the perfect player for New York, it would probably be Aaron Judge. You know, he says the right things. He deals with the media very, very well. Uh, he works from the Derek Jeter playbook where he's not going to give you all that much, but he's going to give you enough time that you feel that you just got enough 
to do your job. Uh, doesn't treat people poorly. I've never seen that. And one thing that I've noticed about him, Dan, he's so unbelievable with children. And he's unbelievable with children when even when there are not cameras around. You know, I took my seven-year-old son to spring training this year, and he got a chance to meet him. And, you know, he gets down. He literally gets down on the level <laughs> of the child and is looking in their eyes and talks to them and really asks them questions. And a lot of athletes don't have that. And if they do, it's eyewash. But this guy really seems like he, he cares about kids and, and, and the impact that he has on children. So he's been, he's been amazing. He really has been amazing. And uh, he, he, the, the fact that he didn't flinch at all, Dan, when he turned down $213 million, a lot of guys would have put a lot of pressure on themselves, you know, betting on themselves. You've heard that phrase so much now. Well, he bet on himself and, and he really, he won big. And that there's something to be said for that when you do it in New York. Remember, the first 13 games of the year, Danny, had one home run. So everybody's going, oh, it's affecting him. Well, it didn't affect him. The only, the only time I ever saw him be affected by pressure this year, Dan, was what you just mentioned. First game of the doubleheader yesterday when he slammed his helmet into the bat rack. I've never seen that from him in six years. I think it was starting to get to him because it was a, an individual achievement and he's a total team guy. Who do you expect to play in the World Series? Mm. I, I think it's going to come down to the Yankees and the Astros in the American League. Can the Yankees solve the Astros? I don't know. The Yankees have a really tough road ahead of them, Dan, because they don't have a they don't have a closer. I mean, they're going to have to do you know closer by committee. That's really hard to do over the month of October. Um, I, I think you know how do you bet against the Dodgers? So right now, I'd say the Dodgers and the Astros. But if the Yankees somehow figure out the bullpen aspect of it, I could see the Yankees knocking off the Astros. Is the the hatred for the Astros over? Not in New York. <laughs> and probably not in L.A. either. <laughs> not in L.A., not in New York. But I think around the country, yeah, probably wanes just a little bit. But uh, in New York, I mean, they'll just break into the uh, Altuve chants. And, you know, it's like Red Sox fans or even anybody in Boston during a Bruins game. The Yankee chant comes up, so I don't think the uh, I don't think Yankee fans will ever ever forget that. I'll leave you with this. I'll give you the future of Aaron Judge, or the future of Shohei Otani. Mm. Otani's younger, so I probably take the future of Otani because he's younger, and he's making thirty million dollars off arbitration. And you know how I love money, Dan. So. I think that Judge will get about $40 million a year, and I think Otani, when he becomes a free agent after next season, will probably command $50 million a year. <laughs> oh, my God. How would George Steinbrenner deal with today if, if, if he came back and you say, you know, George, that guy's going to cost you $50 million a year? I think he had a way, to, he had a way of adapting, Dan. I, yeah. I think he would have found a way for sure. And I... I think the team would be completely different. You know, Hal, I think he's done a great job running this team, but he's very, he's a very business-like guy, and that's the way he runs the team. But if George is running the team right now, I'm sure that Bryce Harper would be on the team and Manny Machado would be on the team. All the big, you know, shiny items on the on the shelf, George probably would have got to the, come to the Yankees. How how close was Seinfeld to capturing Steinbrenner? Um, probably not that close. Uh, he was not goofy like that. You know, he was impetuous, but he wasn't goofy. You know, the, the Larry David voice and everything kind of caught the timber of the voice. But, you know, he, he wasn't running around screaming for calzones or anything like that. So I don't think they totally got him. But in a comedic sense, they certainly uh, 
you know, I've been told that in comedy, you just kind of expand, expand, expand to make it funny. So they kind of expanded off the germination of a character, but that, that wasn't George. There wasn't that much goofiness. Michael, great to talk to you again, and great job with the call, and good luck in the postseason. Thank you so much, Dan. That's Michael Kay, Yankees play-by-play voice for uh, Yes Network. I remember there was a big deal when McGuire was you know, chasing the record and passing Roger Maris, and what was the call going to be like, and you get to script the call and all these things, and it happened so quickly. It's like, oh, there's a it's home run. It got out in a second. And you want one of those majestic, it's deep, you know it's a home run, so you don't screw up with warning track power, but it gives you a little bit of time to set it up. It's high, it is far, is this the one? Instead of just a bullet right over the wall. Yeah, Paul. I, don't, I think it was that same home run. Did McGuire miss first base and have to step yeah. back? And the, yeah. and, the, and the first base coach like grabbed him to pat him or something? Yeah, and then Mark McGuire shook his hand. Yeah. And then people like Steve Traxel gave up the home run, was reportedly upset that Mark Grace shook his hand. I was waiting to see if any of the Rangers would give Aaron Judge some dab because the Rangers aren't factoring in with anything, and you're there for history. Can you do that? But I didn't see any of the Rangers, you know, give any acknowledgement. And not that you have to, but like if you're in the moment and you see somebody do that, you're like, damn, hey, good job, man. Now, I would say it, if he's coming around second and I'm playing short, I might be like, hey, way to go, man. But I would do it where my pitcher doesn't hear me and you don't, nobody's reading my lips there. Yeah, Paul. In two games against the Rangers, they didn't walk Judge once. Yeah, I like that. Nine at-bats, not one walk. All right. They pitched to him. Everybody was so concerned. Oh, they're not going to pitch to him. And maybe, you know, that's just, hey, guys, let's go after him. Or maybe you get all your pitchers together and say, what's the strategy? Or do you make it individual? Hey, we're not playing for anything. If you're in the game and Judge comes up, leave it up to you what you want to do. You want to go after him, go after him. If you do go after him, Go after him in these areas. Because when you see these pitches that they... I'd love to know how many bad balls Aaron Judge hit for a home run this year. Because it felt like they were all in about a 9 by 9 box. And that's what Bonds did. Like, Bonds would just not swing at anything. But if it was here, it was gone. That was it. Like, you can do all this stuff, but if you put it in here, that's mine. And it felt like Aaron Judge just had this 9 by 9 box where if you put it in there, I'm going to mail your effing letter. (laughs) Right, because, Aaron, you could see it heading sort of to that sweet spot. And Aaron Judge swings with his whole body. Yes, he does. And even that big. And you're like, oh, God, he's going to smash the crap out of this thing. Yes, Marv. I know Bonds was cheating and all that, but that was just he would see maybe one good pitch, and it was gone. During that stretch, you know, I still – you don't want to vote him in the Hall of Fame, but you voted for him for MVP four straight years, <laughs> but know. we're not going to get into that. Uh, no, I don't want to. Um, I I did appreciate what Bonds was doing, though, even though I knew that it was artificially inflated. But, you know, I still appreciate the WWE. Right. <laughs> you know? I know the result. Like, I, 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 I can still appreciate this. You know, I can watch Brock Lesnar. You know, if, if The Rock played a baseball player, he would be Aaron Judge. 
Like, he'd be the guy where you go, he looks weird in the uniform and he's so big. But, like, I'm waiting for The Rock to go. I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to green light the, uh, the movie, the Aaron Judge movie. I'm going to play Aaron Judge. Come to the plate, 6-7. All right, let me take a break. We'll uh, get to phone calls coming up after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it all. Also, breaking ground on NIL. They've got some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Caitlin Clark in there, Angel Reese, and a lot of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round draft picks. And if you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. And the best trading card brands, Prism, Select, Don Russ, and so many more. And for those NFL draft fans, 
Get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards, celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Thursday night football. Let's ride. The Colts, three and a half point underdogs against the Broncos. Okay. I'm curious about this. Curious about Russ, the Broncos. Uh, the Colts. Man, I keep thinking, all right, got Jonathan Taylor maybe coming back. Matt Ryan says we're really close. I don't know. Feels like somebody has to win. <laughs> yes, Sussie. What do the Colts do? Like, how are they supposed to fix some things? Well, you get Jonathan Taylor back, that would help. But they're sort of on this, like, rotating carousel of, of quarterbacks. Of quarterbacks, of retread quarterbacks, too. And you wonder if Matt Ryan's one and done. Feels like it. The over-under is 43. All right, so first team to 20. Why does it feel like there have been a few games, maybe too many games, where I go, first team to 21 is going to win this game? And that's been the case. And that's what it feels like here. Yes, Paulie? It's early, but as of right now, the Colts had the ninth pick of the NFL draft. It might be a team that mm. if they sneak into the top six, they get one of the big guys. Well, it feels like Jim Irsay, the owner, is ready to detonate. And I don't know if all of a sudden he's like, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. And then do you make a change with your coaching staff there? By the way, the team that's favored to win the NBA title. Now, there was a team that was favored. They are no longer the favorite. The Celtics were the favorite. They had been the favorite the entire offseason. The Clippers are the favorites. What? I, I keep saying the same thing. What? Okay, so you got Paul George and you got Kawhi. Is Kawhi going to play how many games? Is Paul George going to be able to play 65 games? Yes, Mark. DP, you keep missing your boy. John Wall is a Clipper now, and he's healthy and he's ready. He's well-rested. I hope he. I hope he's able to play because he said, look, he went through a really dark time and contemplated suicide. So – as much as we've laughed at him because teams pay him to not play, I hope he's able mentally to be able to get back into that rhythm that I think made him an all-star or two. But uh, the Clippers are the favorites, followed by the Warriors, Celtics, Nets, 
and then the Bucks. And I watched the replay. I watched the Nets game against the Sixers. Then I watched the replay uh, earlier. Because I thought, okay, let me just watch Ben Simmons again. And, of course, my guy Tyrese Maxey. But I'm watching Ben Simmons, and I'm going, okay, once again, the things that he does well, he does really well. And the things he does bad, he does really bad. So I don't know what has changed for him other than how the Nets use him. If they can use him in a Draymond Green-type role, play defense, rebound, and be a playmaker. Because nobody ever says, boy, Draymond, Draymond can't shoot. Now, he, he has made himself a decent three-point shooter, and he's not afraid to take a three-point shot. I don't know what Draymond shoots from the line, but he must be okay that we don't go, boy, he can't shoot from the line. Ben can't shoot from the line. If he didn't take threes, I'd be fine with that. Make your free throws. That's it. Make 75% of your free throws. Then you're great. You're not a liability. And, and that's going to be the issue here. Make your free throws. Help him make his free throws. You don't have to take threes. Because not everybody should take threes. Yes, Marv. And I think this might hurt them where you do a hack of Ben and something like that. And yeah. Steve Nash has to take him out during a really important playoff series at you know a crucial time. Yeah. So I'm with you. You gotta shoot free throws, man. You gotta have the ball in your hands. You gotta shoot free throws. Yes, you. And it seems like just one of the easiest parts of the game to work on. No, guys love when you're moving. They're great. It's when you stop and then you have to think. And then the crowd is there, and then the basket, and, you know, like all of that. They love movement. When you're moving, it's like, you know, this game isn't hard at all. Now i got to stop. I can hear the ball dribbling. Everybody's watching here. It's a weird, weird, weird feeling. But it seems like if you were in uh, sixth grade, seventh grade, and you got up to the free throw line for the first time, you're like, oh, crap, I'm scared out of my mind. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then all of a sudden you're making $40 million a year, and yeah, it's a big arena and stuff like that, and this is what you do for a living, so figure it out. $40 million doesn't help you. Doesn't matter. It's more pressure because you're making $40 million. It's the only thing you have to figure out. I know, but, but when you put somebody in that I can't explain it other than to be in the moment where you start to think about And then if you miss your first couple, oh, boy. Now, I'd go to the line, I'd be like, hey, I got a couple of free points and nobody's guarding me. Yeah, more. And when you miss a free throw, that collective gasp mm. when you miss, I'm not sure how that gets into Ben Simmons' head or not, but like it's it's looks like it's really in his head. They're they're booing him already during a preseason game. But when you shoot sixty percent, I mean that's not bad for Shaq. But for a, for a point guard, or you handle the ball, you must be at least 75%. He just doesn't have good form. And I said this when I saw him in college. It looked like he's shooting left-handed, but he's actually right-handed. And I don't know how you get, you know, you're with the, all these traveling teams and you're playing against big-time competition that somebody doesn't help you learn how to shoot. I, I have a, a guy that I know played for a legendary high school coach. 
And he wasn't a good shooter. We played in college. Wasn't a good shooter. And I said, you know what? Why is your hand on this side of your face when you take the shot? And he goes, nobody ever told me that. I said, just move it over. And he played in college and wasn't a good shooter. And I'm thinking, there's there's got to be a little thing you could help Ben with. Just a little thing. And then you add to that. And then you add to that. And then maybe he can be a respectable free throw shooter. Yeah, Paul. One thing I don't understand about great shooters is they don't all shoot the same. Like Steph Curry's shot doesn't look anything like Reggie Miller's shot. And they're all time, like best on earth shooters. Reggie Miller crossed his hands on his follow through. And I never noticed it before. I watched it about a year ago. Yeah. That seems flawed, but clearly it's not. Well, it's like a golf swing. That you know, Jim Furyk's got this crazy golf swing, but he ends up in the same place that Tiger Woods does. That and, and that's what happens when you shoot. Like, where do you end up? If you're a really good shooter, where do you end up? And I, I think that's really the key. Your follow-through, your form, where you release it from. But watching Ben, and you could you can almost see him. He, he's thinking as he gets the ball. Like, oh, I don't want to take this shot. Man, you can't have that mentality. It's got to be, I can't wait to get the ball. One more item as we close out hour two. How'd you do last night in bed? I mean, sleeping. Good night's sleep? I hope so. Because little small bedtime habits can help you sleep better. Take a warm shower before you go to bed. Eat cooling foods on warmer nights. Drink a lot of water. Reassess what you wear to bed with the temperature outside. Just little tips. Sleep number gives you all of this. Because every great day starts the night before. Quality sleep. And check out the Climate 360 Smart Bed. The only smart bed in the world that actively cools, warms, and effortlessly responds to the both of you. Fall to sleep fast. With the Climate 360 smart bed warming your feet, you fall asleep. They've got it all. They've thought of it all. And you enjoy 28 minutes of more restful sleep per night with the 360 smart bed technology. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Make sure you don't miss out on the new Climate 360 smart bed and tell them we sent you. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The boundlessly capable all-electric EQS SUV from Mercedes-Benz with available transparent hood technology. So advanced, it can see through sheet metal. The vehicle's all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQS SUV. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments 
where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.